Welcome to the Warrior Families Movement, where we learn how to create lives and homes in which you and your family are all passionately engaged in using your gifts and the fight for good. I'm your host, Karen Bates, and I'm excited to journey with you as we learn to let go of the weight of distraction, perfectionism, comparison, and control, so we can freely walk with courageous purpose and loving presence on our unique paths. Each episode is designed to shine light on a step you can take toward your inspired dreams and vision for lifting your family and lighting the world. Hello, I am super excited to share with you a person who has had such a profound influence in my life that I honestly don't think I'd be doing what I'm doing if it weren't for her work and what she's felt called to do. I was able to go to a conference last weekend, actually, in which she was a keynote speaker. And what really stood out to me as I heard her speak this time was just how she understood who she was talking to. She honestly saw each person's potential and wanted so bad for them to see it too. I still remember one day as I was folding laundry in my closet and I was just having conflicting thoughts about my next step and what I needed to do. I'd been having all of these ideas about a blog and a website and a book and I just wondered if these were just distractions from things that were more important or if it was really something that Heavenly Father was asking me to do. And as I was feeling conflicted in these things and unsure about the next step, I was listening to her audiobook as I folded laundry. And I don't remember the exact words that she spoke, and I actually tried to look them up last night. But as Audrey would say, what makes a book a classic isn't always the words that are written on the page, but the truths that are spoken to us in our hearts. And I remember as she spoke about the principles of a mission-driven life, that my mind was filled with clarity about what I needed to do in order to be able to do this work that I was feeling called to do without neglecting my family by getting up early and doing these things, you know, before my kids woke up. And I just felt the courage that I needed in order to be able to do that, that I could do it and that I had divine potential and that with God's help, I could accomplish great things. And there have been many moments like that as I've listened to Audrey speak or have gone through her MDM Academy classes in which I just know the next steps I need to take and I'm filled with more clarity and peace and courage for what that needs to be. So it really is impossible for me to name all of the countless ways in which she has touched my life at different moments when I needed her words. As she has taught me to think in principles instead of applications, I have learned to accept and love others more, love God more, and really love and accept myself in a more true and honest way. You know, to be honest, the concept of personal mission used to worry me, and I wondered if the fruits of it were good because I had seen people who seemed to me to be neglecting their family because of the sense of having something greater to do. I'd seen it in books like Bleak House by Charles Dickens or or in biographies I'd read or even in movies like Mary Poppins where the mom is out trying to stand up for women's rights and Mary Poppins has to come in and, and help the family. But I love that Audrey teaches that our homes and our lives need to be in order before we go out and try to help with the other problems that we see in the world with our unique gifts and talents. And as I've heard her tell the mission-driven stories in her podcast and in, in her book, I've come to better understand that this doesn't mean that our lives and our homes need to be perfect in perfect order before we can reach out to others, but that there needs to be an order in our priorities and in our focus. Because, you know, in a home full of a bunch of people with agency and who maybe have different goals at times than we do, it would be impossible 
to have everything be in perfect order before we reached out to others, and none of us ever would. But if we can have our priorities in order in a way that is reflected in the way that we structure our day and our focus, then we will add the essential things to our day that point our family to God and allow us all to progress closer to Him. This often also involves removing things from our home that distract us or block us from progressing closer to Him. And then when this process of nurturing and weeding is in place in our life and home and family, we can qualify to receive guidance to help others as well. And I just love a quote that I learned from Audrey by a leader of our church. I believe she said it was um, a man named Gordon B. Hinckley. She said, The greatest investment a family can make is in the education of the mother. And I love that because I know that as a mother grows closer to truth, she can invite her children to come and taste it too. And her example of living true principles will influence her family more than any rules or bribing or nagging ever could. So I am super excited to share some of Audrey's words with you today. I am edified every time I hear her speak, and I'm sure that you will be too. Here is Audrey's story. Hi there. I am so grateful that Karen asked me to answer this question because it gives me the opportunity to talk to you for a few minutes about why I do what I do. Years ago, I had three small children, five and younger, and I loved them dearly, and I loved my husband dearly, and we had a good family. But I was facing a lot of trials and struggles that I'd never faced before. We had uh, addiction going on. We had a lot of problems with extended family. My husband was struggling in his career. We struggled pretty regularly financially. And, you know, I hadn't been a mom before. <laughs> I was just trying to figure all of that out. And I kind of hit this wall where I felt, I kept telling my husband, I just felt really brain dead. I felt really uninspired. I loved my children dearly. I loved, I wanted to stay home with them and raise them myself. I didn't want to go, you know, have a really full blown career, but I was just starting to realize that I needed some space for me. I, I needed to figure out how to manage the problems that I was facing. And I, you know, we had tried therapy, we had tried seminars, we had tried books and courses, and we found some things that helped sometimes, but I really, I really didn't know how to solve these problems. And the things that I was trying didn't seem to help a ton. And so, and so my life in general felt a bit out of control. And I, I didn't know how to get a handle on things and to feel more empowered to face these problems head on. And I just felt a little lost, like me as a woman, as a person, often there just didn't seem to be enough time, enough resources, enough energy for me to really work on me. And I didn't know how to solve that problem either. I, I wanted to do something meaningful. I didn't know what that could look like. I knew that, and don't misunderstand me, of course, being a wife and mother, I understood that was the most meaningful work I was going to do. And I was grateful and honored to be a wife and a mother. But I don't know, I don't, maybe some of you have felt this way, that first of all, I've, I've got to have some real tools, some real answers for these life problems that just I can seem to continue to swim in. And I also want to do something that's kind of just for me. I want there to just be some kind of space that's just for Audrey. And so I started searching. I searched for almost a year 
I considered doing lots of things. There was a writing training that uh, Covey was involved in, and there was, uh, I could, you know, sell things, Usborne books or something that would give my kids a good library. And I really did look for a long time. And then one day, my sister-in-law invited me to lunch, and it really changed everything for me because we got talking about how I was feeling, and I just just wanted something. I didn't even know what I wanted. And she said, you know, you could, you could work on your own education. You could just be educating yourself somehow. And I was like, yeah, but where do I do that? Like, I guess I could finish my, my degree. I had three years at a private university and I, I had gotten so sick when I got pregnant with my oldest when I was finishing up and I got so sick that I didn't finish. And so I thought, oh, I could finish, and, and that wouldn't have been a bad idea. But then she turned me on to, I guess you'd call them the classics or ancient writings or something. And I just, you know, I was so ignorant. I mean, I, you know, I was a, I was a stellar student. I got into the university I want to get into. I was a smart girl. I got A's, you know. But I didn't realize, I guess, that we still had some of these ancient writings. I'd heard the name. I'd, I'd heard Plato. I'd heard Aristotle. I'd heard, you know, about, I don't know, Newton, these people. But I, I guess I didn't think about the fact that they wrote stuff that we could read because in all my years, I'd been in school for 15 years of my life, and we'd never even attempted to read them. And that was a shock to me. Like, I'd never had that thought before. We never actually went to the sources of all these great people and tried to learn from them. Why do we say they're so smart? Why do we say they're so great? Unless we should read what they said. And it just made absolute sense to me. So I was able to get into a program where I had the opportunity to be mentored through some of this and to be given really stellar book lists. And what really changed everything for me I mean, I, I was having a good time. I, it was hard, but it was exhilarating mentally. And, and so my brain was working again and I was having new thoughts and new ideas. And it made me feel more alive and it made me f- feel like, you know, I was growing and there was more of me and I had more intelligent things to say and share and I could start making connections. And I started learning a lot about, you know, government and economics and all these things. But really everything changed. I can actually remember. So the first step was this lunch with this sister-in-law. And the next big step was when I read John Locke. And I remember being in the classroom, talking about this particular, or being with other, we were at the library, I guess, with other people discussing John Locke, because he had introduced me to the concept of natural law. And all of a sudden, there was this there was this framework for seeing the world that I'd never been introduced to before. And I had grown up in a religious home and we had read scripture and we had talked about God and we had talked about like, I don't know, I guess eternal laws. But this was the first time I ever had a frame of reference that there were universal natural laws that applied to all human beings all the time. And there was this this concept of principles, and it was it ran all through these great books that I was reading, and many, many, many authors talked about how there were fundamental universal truths that if you lived them, that's, that's what would make your life successful and happy. 
you know, and then I return to Stephen Covey and, and, and the intro to Seven Habits, and it, it's, it's with whole uh, brand new eyes. Like, Covey wasn't just, he wasn't saying something new. He was saying something old as dirt. Like, he was, he was saying what, what I had been reading about for years, and I just was so on fire with this idea that principles could help me solve these problems that I was facing in my life. And we made a new family mission statement around being, you know, being truth seekers and trying to find the truth and having us make, having it make us free. And, oh, it was just, it was the beginning of just a love affair with pursuing truth and finding principles and implementing them in our lives and finding permanent answers. We overcame long-term addictions. We helped aid uh, struggling and even sometimes rebellious children. We fixed our marriage, which was quite broken. We put our finances in order and we just thrive financially now. And so I not only had this postulate that, you know, this theory that principles would solve these problems, I had the backing of all these great thinkers who told me that Yes, in, in fact, that was true. And then I found those answers for myself and was able to put my life in order and, and, and got turned on to learning about great men and women whose lives had tremendously good impact in the world. And so I studied their lives and found the principles and laws that they lived. And, and, and that turned me on to Laws of Life Mission. And I wrote a book about that, The Mission Driven Life. And I cataloged the lives of the Tenboom family who saved 800 families in in uh, World War II in Holland. And so it's just changed. It's revolutionized everything for me. My life is very far from perfect. I have many, many trials, many hard things. Another hard thing this morning, <laughs> you know, hard things still happen. But I told my husband the other day, you know, the victory for me as an individual is that I'm not just a depressed mess when these things happen. I have a toolbox and I can pull these principles out of that toolbox and utilize them to solve the problems that I face. And I can return to them when I revert back into old, not unhealthy patterns. And the joy that I gain now from being able to share them out and this goal that we have at the Mission Driven Mom to build, you know, our mission statement is to build principle-centered lives homes and communities and it's working it worked for us and our family in our home it's working for hundreds and hundreds of our students and we hope to grow this message to thousands and tens of thousands of families that and individuals that become principle centered through understanding and living laws of life mission and, and coming to understand principles and why they work because they're part of God's natural laws. And we have the thrill in life of learning them and living them and watching problems that, that plagued us for years fall away from our lives permanently. So that is why I do what I do. And that first nudging came when I just needed to solve the problems that I faced. And I needed to find something bigger than myself to devote my, my life and my energy to. And it turned out to be this vision of becoming principle-centered and then sharing out how to be principle-centered with as many people as I can humanly reach. But um, the results that our moms are having is the greatest reward I could ask for and the ways that their lives are being put more in order and the control that they feel over themselves and over their lives and the principles that they can find and apply that, that create energy and optimism 
and hope that build faith that help them find their greatest strengths. You know, that's a huge emphasis is self-discovery and finding our uniqueness and using that to partner with God and make the world a little bit better place. And just think, if enough of us do that, if enough of us get on board that train and decide to live these principles of self-care and self-management and self-discovery, to love God and to love ourselves and to love truth and to love humanity, to live principles and let them put our lives in better order, and then to love those around us enough to teach them truths that we found. So that is what I'm working on, and it is a joy and very fulfilling work to do. Would love to see you in our mastermind group, the Mission Driven Mom Mastermind Facebook group, where we do Facebook Lives and answer your questions and try to educate you on those seven laws of life mission. Of course, you can find me at themissiondrivenmom.com. But I want to thank Karen again for letting me share this little story with you and help you know why I do what I do and hope that you join me on that journey. Thank you so much, Audrey. Isn't her story amazing? And doesn't she just pump you up to want to go and read and study and learn principles so that you can apply them to the problems you see in your life and in the world around you? Um, Her work is just so powerful. I very much recommend that you try the MDM Academy. I just finished level one and started level two yesterday. And it has really just helped me have better relationships in my home and better understand who I am and what I am here to do. You can find it and her book and podcast at themissiondrivenmom.com. It will bless your life and your family and all those who you get to influence. So make sure you check it out. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Will you please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends so that we can grow this warrior family movement and encourage one another in using our unique gifts in the fight for good. And if you'd like to know more about the Warrior Journey program, the events, the school, or any other resources, please visit awarriereducation.com. And I'll see you there.